It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. along the Gulf of Mexico with me from the wilds of New Hampshire, Brett Spaghetti. How you doing, Brett? I'm good. How are you? I'm delightful. We got a lot of stuff. I can't wait to figure out, find out what you what you got in store for us for this episode. Um, I, I, I had the email last night that I didn't have homework this time, so I had time set aside for it just in case. But uh, oh, good. Uh, um, I got, got a couple things wanted to touch base with you on. Uh, yesterday, early morning, walking mm-hmm. on the beach, picture it, not sunrise yet, but but light out. So, mm-hmm. so the, you know, that pre pre sunrise time walking towards the sunrise. And there it is, oh. a dead body on the beach. Ooh. So human. Oh my gosh. Okay. I called the authorities because you don't find a dead body on the beach every day. Well, I mean, maybe some people do. I don't find a dead body <laughs> You're not on one the of those people. beach every day. And so I called the authorities and then they sent out a a uh an investigator and uh we'll get to the rest of that story later uh this is what you call a tease on the podcast business what kind of um, body and we'll get to like it later human? yeah we'll get to it later um so another oh, thing God. i this is this is more <laughs> timely this morning i started prepping lunch for my for my lovely lady love um we're gonna have uh, gonna make a, a nice uh, spinach side salad you know spinach put some other stuff in there you know i, I like mm-hmm. the baby spinach instead of like lettuce i think it's 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 yummier um but i thought hey there's a couple of hard-boiled eggs in the refrigerator. I will get I will get one, a couple of them out, and I'll put them. You know the little egg slicer thing that makes the nice little egg slices. You have one of those. I don't have one, but I'm aware of. You're acquainted of them. Of You're acquainted yeah. with them. Okay, and I so I like okay, an apple nice, thing, but for yeah. an egg. Yeah. yeah, but you make the make the nice little nice little sliced eggs to mm-hmm. to add in the salad, and uh, then I went to went to peel a couple of those hard-boiled eggs, fucking frozen. They're in the back of the refrigerator and they froze in the back of the refrigerator way. I mean, they're just back there. Mm -hmm. Never had that happen before. But of course, we've only been here at the snuggery for a couple months. And so I'm still still learning the ins and outs of the refrigerator. And Mm -hmm. um, and so there I was with with frozen hard boiled eggs. So I let them sit for. a Yeah, I let them sit on the counter for a couple minutes and then I peeled one. And it looked like some sort of weird crystal embryo alien thingy. And and it was really scary. 
And so I was gonna. It wasn't like of, an accidentally fertilized egg that you hard boiled. No, because I because okay. I peeled three of them. Okay, I peeled and they three all of them have just this to, look. and they were all and and so now they're thawing out. I can almost see them. They they're just getting grosser looking. <laughs> so for a second, I thought maybe I could let them thaw out and then I could slice them, but that's not gonna gonna no. happen. Ew. So in New New Hampshire, you had any egg freezing problems? I mean. No, I have been, so I like a soft boiled egg. I like runny yolks. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I've mm-hmm. been having fun with actually doing like the marinated eggs where you peel your hard boiled eggs and then you make this like, um, it has like soy sauce and some, like a little bit of sugar and some spices and stuff. And then you leave it in the eggs in that like overnight. And then they oh. have like a nice little marinade taste. Yeah. That, that sounds it's very good if you want to look i usually just like google like ramen egg marinade um and just do whatever that tells me to do listeners if you're doing anything interesting with eggs i want to hear about it at 228-363-6737 also listeners i want to tease this Uh, a couple episodes i I was talking to carol about this um we are apparently we're going to be setting up a online community on my explorations early learning website because i've heard from uh, caregivers in trainings, but I also heard from listeners to this show that there are a lot of play-based people that are feeling a little bit isolated out there because they're like working Mm -hmm. in a program where they're like the only play-based person in the program and that kind of stuff. And, and some people are shying away from that because there's, yeah, there's, I mean, I left the social media because it's just all basically bullshit. Um, But so we're going to try this thing. I've got, uh, if you're interested, there's a link to a, form uh, in the show notes if you want to be notified when we move forward with this but that's someplace we could have more more fascinating egg talk um if anybody's interested in that so that's a that's a thing um brett let's get into your topic and uh, if we I'm have nervous. time at the end if we have time at the end we'll, we'll get back to that death okay so because last time you said I could talk, I could, you're allowing me to discuss more intelligent matters. <laughs> well, um, is, is that, is that what kidding. we said? I mean, yeah. No, you asked no. if I'd be interested and I said, sure. Yeah. And well, we've I been, had, yeah. We, we've been talking a lot of, a lot of social pop culture type stuff. And, yeah. and that, that was great. And that was fun, but you're, you're, you, you always do your homework and you are, you're always, you, we, I thought it might be fun to see what else you could come up with. So I, I, I have no idea. What are we, what are we talking about this time? So I got inspired just by that prompt you had given me to talk about early childhood was to compare and contrast like Frederick Friebel. Is that how you say it? Do you know? Um, look, I don't, I mostly okay. read things. I don't say a lot of things out loud, okay. but that sounds, sounds I feel good like to it, me. That's how we said it in college, but like Frederick Friebel's initial ideas for kindergarten versus like the current expectations for kindergarten. <laughs> so I got this book on Amazon for like $4. It is women's education mission being an explanation of Frederick Friebel's systems of infant gardens. And I read the whole thing and highlighted it. Um, it's not that big. Uh, Whoa, but... wait, wait, time out. You you did homework for this podcast involving ordering a book, waiting for it come to come, reading it, getting out a highlighter. 
Okay, yeah. you're you're the most overprepared. Uh, well, and then I'm like, show, God damn, I should have like organized the thoughts that I wanted to present, but I just read a book and highlighted it. So, so. what's the publication date of of this? Oh, thing? it's really cool. So, like, technically, like this edition is obviously newer, but that when these articles came out was 1855. Oh, that's sweet. Do they have a Kindle yeah. version? I don't know. Maybe uh, I got it off Amazon. I'll have so. to. I'll have to. And look, it's literally would... just like like they scanned in the original copy, it, how it looks to me. So there's some pages that it's like the text didn't scan right, so you, yeah, sure. you can't really read it well. And there's like little check marks whoever had initially read it had put in there. Um, and um, no, it's cool. Some words are spelled differently because it's so old. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. That's sweet. I thought that uh, was cool. Hey, hey, listeners, Levi, the cat's walking around in the background. Oh, um, is he? Levi, I brought Levi his favorite like toy a... in case I needed to coax him to do something. Oh, Levi, yeah. Levi, brown llama. Levi said, uh, uh, you know, I like to chew on a brown llama too when I'm feeling, feeling it, feisty. Brown llama so, is his baby. So 18, 1880s book talking 1850s. about kindergarten, 1850s book mm -hmm. talking comparing kindergarten then to kindergarten today that's yeah that's what we're looking at okay let's, yeah let's there get were into lots this. of cool so I just highlighted any quotes that spoke out to me essentially mm -hmm. um some of them because I thought the wording was funny um and a lot just because it like <laughs> let me try to find there was one that I thought you would really enjoy um oh so it says here that Frederick Freeville died in 1852 um so this came out soon after he had died, but it was like talking about his his works, you know? Oh, here. So they were talking about, um, like, I'll read this quote. People are prone to argue that method and regularity are antagonistic to the nature of childhood without reflecting that order is the living principle of all development. And then it compares, like, you know, child rearing and stuff to the vegetable world. So it says the precious germ of humanity, the infant. <laughs> and I thought that was really fun. The precious germ of humanity. Yeah, the <laughs> precious germ of humanity, the infant. So is that is that what you're going to start calling babies from now? I now on, you're gonna, how's your you're, precious germ doing at home? Yeah, you're yeah. you're going to be you're going to be like in the Target and somebody's uh somebody's got their little baby carrier in the cart and you're like, "Oh, what a precious germ of humanity." <laughs> Oh, yeah, he has his mother's true. eyes. <laughs> it's germinated your way. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the funniest words that I had read. But it's lots of cool stuff about, um, I don't know, when he has like the gifts that he gives, which is basically open-ended toys. I think, I mean, some of the stuff he said, I didn't totally love, like a lot about like, this is the women's practice. Women should be working with young children, but not old women because they they're jaded and think they know more than they do and will have bad practices. <laughs> uh, essentially, it was something I forget, but yeah, I know he definitely thought this um, should be what, what young women do. But lots well, of stuff. Yeah, you go. Well, I mean, look, um. Is he wrong? You know, it I mean, not not only me. I mean, probably wrong about the 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 only women thing, but um, look, I've I've been around for a long time, and I know, I know lots of jaded old women working in this profession. Um, right? Speaking like as a jaded, fit. speaking as a jaded old guy, um, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, don't you feel like when you start feeling jaded and you don't enjoy it anymore, you, you, it's going to be time to move on? Exactly. Yeah. Here, I found it. Um, it says the practice of consigning children to the care of old women under an idea that age and experience both qualify for the, them for the task is a fatal error. That's what I considered <laughs> it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Frederick might Lots be of intense little, language. Yeah. Yeah. Frederick might be a little bit off there. Um, <laughs> Maybe and, not fatal. And for, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, writing from the 18, well, if he died in 1852, writing, I mean, long before that, probably, um, it's of its time, right? And Exactly. And so I think one thing people have a problem with is looking back at some of these folks is they'll take something like that and Mm -hmm. then discount all the, all the good stuff. Yeah, because there were parts like he talks a ton or not, not him, whoever wrote this. Um, reflecting his ideas like wrote a ton about like the importance of like God and like religion and all Mm -hmm. of this practice and that like the first name a child should hear uttered is that of God and like I don't really feel like that's necessary (laughs) but at the time it was important and yeah for the person who was coming up with the ideas it was important but there's lots of great stuff about like children just need to move you know like let them discover it for themselves teacher is more you know, like kind of like there, but it said something about like the teacher should know, like while letting the children play and lead their own explorations, they should know the importance of the explorations they're doing and what they're gaining from that. Um, and yeah, things that I totally agree with. Is there anything in there about classroom smart boards? Because I know that's a that's no. a big thing in a lot of kindergarten classrooms. No, they now, did though. here. I highlighted somewhere in here the schedule that he thought would be ideal it's pretty chill it was just like you gather for like an opening like prayer circle Mm -hmm. but a lot of people start with an opening circle still and then it said just two to three hours with the um like gifts different toys and stuff but he really talks about open-ended toys um not close-ended and essentially says that close-ended toys or like stuff that like was built for one purpose leads to destructive behavior because it doesn't do enough kind of like (laughs) the children want it to do more it's part of their nature so they're going to take it apart and then you're going to be upset that they broke their toys but it's because it was too limiting and their brains need to explore um, oh my god frederick is uh frederick was right on about that i mean yeah i mean that's i and the the adult spin put on Okay, so kids get scolded. Uh, I mean, there's probably it's it, right here. It's uh, eight forty six as a Saturday, so maybe there there's a child someplace getting scolded for not using the slide right. Mm-hmm. They're on a playground someplace and they're not using the slide right um, because even open ended materials, adults often close the ends, and so yeah. if you're trying to go up the slide, you're using the slide wrong, and so you get scolded. Or if you're trying to go down the slide standing up. Uh, or mm-hmm. laying on your or back or upside yeah. down, face first, all that kind of stuff. You get scolded for using it wrong. So not only is it close-ended single-use materials, it's the way adults 
because we're old and jaded and what was the word um of, that that frederick used um oh i have those, to find it but it was describe. a fatal error yeah yeah we make that fatal error of of uh we we get a lot we get closed-minded about materials and and so i think i think i mean frederick would have been the the term i'm guessing the term loose parts doesn't come up in that book yeah it wasn't and he frederick has probably would have been totally loose parts huh yeah, well, and so he has like the, I forget how many there are, like the eight gifts or something that he came up with. And the first one, and they're all pretty much loose parts. Like here, you can kind of see in the picture, it's like blocks and mm -hmm. um, different ways. So you have, what was it? The first is like six balls of the primary and secondary colors, and they're supposed to be presented in a box. And, but it says like, and you should get those at like, I don't know, a couple months old. So it starts there. And then you move on to you have three shapes, like a cube, a sphere, and a cylinder all hanging from a string to play with. And from there, you start getting the cube, like the blocks. So you have eight blocks that make a cube. And then you have, um, I think, eight um, like little like slices, kind of cubes divided lengthwise into eight planes. So it's like, here's a different way to look at a cube. But, and then there's like some, like, uh, like, I don't know, there's some like images and stuff, but it's more for the teacher to have of ways they could arrange the, the cubes mm -hmm. and the planes. But I didn't see anything like they can only use them this way. And then there's, yeah, paper cutting and yeah, different things. And like, it's also with the times too, like a lot of like the paper cutting work, it was saying because, and sewing and whatnot, because these are skills they're gonna need. And the poor children who come could then sell the products they make which isn't something that would come up as much now, but it's still, yeah, yeah those, you I know, mean, but the idea that you're everything you're practicing as a child will lead you to later skills that you need. I mean, there might be, there might be some eight years out there with a, with an uh, Etsy shop selling their, uh, yeah. their handmade craft work. Uh, that's a, that's a possibility, but yeah, I mean, back that the whole, I mean, the whole educational system was geared then toward going and working in the factory. So exactly. that's, that's, you know, that's again of its times. Uh, anything in there about, about discipline or group management or those kind of things? Um, I, there is like some mention, like, cause there's lots of songs. So it's like a lot of like teachers role oh, sing one. singing songs. I'm not going to sing one. Um, <laughs> I don't know the tune. Um <laughs> but a okay. lot of stuff about that and some of the songs that they would have. Um, well, it was neat. The initial ones that I saw, it had an explanation for the adult singing it as to why they were singing it. And then it mm -hmm. had what you would sing. Um, and the explanation for the adult also rhymed or something. Um, yes. Um, but then some of it was like, children will listen and obey kind of stuff. But I feel like it was minorly mentioned. I didn't see anything about discipline that I remember very well it was it, a lot of was it like an indoctrination songs um let me try to find one um motto for the mother why do the objects far away to the child's eye so close appear why does it ever wish and strive to bring the things of distance near yeah I don't know yes yeah, oh that. yeah that's that's uh it's a it's beautiful Yes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to have to bring that one back. Uh, no, any any crisscross applesauce or any, uh, any? No, it was more about like what they were actively doing or like you know saying a, a prayer with this idea of like practicing like kindness and charity kind of stuff. Um, then you will do this. 
so what do you think Frederick would think if he walked into a, a modern day, an average modern day kindergarten? I think he'd be rip shit because <laughs> <laughs> like he like straight up says, let me try to find, sorry, if it's not fun to watch me page through a book. Um, people are prone to argue. Oh no, I already said that one. But like stuff about like people are going to say that, no, they need to be taught this. No, like they need to just do it. Um, yeah, that and like they're wrong, like saying people think they're being, um, I don't know, like up to date kind of whatever when mm -hmm. they're forcing children to do stuff, but they're actually they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it says lessons are received through reflection, without thought or reflection, except through the medium of the perceptive faculties and the comparison thereby induced. It is an instinctive learning. We should never lose sight of this fact that from the very beginning, the child must and will work and learn and play in order to develop itself. Yeah. Boom! And then, yeah. and then, and then, Frederick he dropped the mic and walked off the stage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and 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 so kindergarten and earlier. Yeah, this we, is mostly talking about earlier, but he's yeah. like I was always told he was the kindergarten guy. Yeah, but it's it's really it's really like uh, age five and younger, pretty much is where yeah. he's he's focused. Um, it was intended for children before they were going into school. Yeah, and he even said like, no, they don't need to learn their ABC. Stop that. Not stop that, but he's like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, stop that. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, hey, guys, stop that. Um, stop that. You, you need to, you need to go on the social media. You need to start like a, a, a Frederick um, Instagram, and then start just start dropping, <laughs> dropping his quotes. Um, <clears throat> so there's this push towards all the academics and the all the ABCs, and I've. I've spent uh, this this week. I've been really interested in in the interoceptive sense, the interoceptive okay. system. So, you want to define that for me? So that's one of our one of our eight sensory systems. It's the it's all those feelings that go on inside of your body that uh, that that we have to learn to read and pay attention to. So mm -hmm. interoceptive in inside inside reception. So it's it's things like you know you can feel your heart beating. Um, mm -hmm. but sometimes you feel your heart beating because you've been running around playing Batman or chasing dragons. And sometimes yeah. you feel your heart beating because you're feeling anxious about something. And so yeah. developing our interoceptive system, we're, we're trying to differentiate between those, those, uh, those two things, because how you respond to feeling anxious or nervous because when your heart's beating and how you respond to, because you're just tired from running around. Um, mm -hmm. or you're, you're just active, your heart's beating just from running around are, are two different things. Um, and then there's, there's all those, those all those internal feelings that, um, that generally happen around the belly button. Um, oh. like your solar yeah. plexus, is that where that is? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think your solar plexus is up here, isn't it? it? I have no idea. I think your solar plexus is right in the middle of your. Oh, I thought like for the chakras, you know. I I just know where to you kick people. Your crown, um, your inner eye. Yeah, throat, yeah, heart, not, solar plexus. I'm not, a, not a not a chakra guy, but those feelings around the belly button. So, um, if you're three and you're 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 having feelings around your belly button button, you might you might be nervous or anxious. You mm -hmm. might be hungry. You might have to poop and yeah. you might have to pee. 
because all of those feelings kind of happen right down in that general area. You know, a, a good, you, you take a, you take a, a compass and you set it about uh, three or four or six inches apart and you make a circle around the belly button and all of those feelings kind of happen that happen in that same general area. Those are all internal feelings. And at the age of three and four and six and seven, you're still trying to figure out what each one of those feelings mean. Now I'm guessing you're a little bit older than six or seven. So you probably, bit. you can probably tell the difference pretty quickly between, oh, I've got a poop and, oh, I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, <laughs> I mean, again, depending on the day. And, and, and when you're still trying to understand your body enough to control your bowels and bladder yeah. it's really hard to focus on all the other bullshit that we're pushing on kids in in their early years yeah and, and that's and he talks about that a lot he talks this like this about like the freedom to move hey. kind of stuff like you can like like saying like uh, you know when they're just a few weeks old moving their arms is showing that they have a need to move we shouldn't just be leaving kids in one place and they need to yeah know how to do these things before we can make them do the other things and now yeah. the factories are suffering because we made them just learn how to run these machines without giving them the opportunity to move their bodies first kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah this this frederick any any place ever say hey this is straight up bullshit not that I know. So I guess no. this is technically his ideas. I don't yeah. know that Mary or not, Bertha, not sorry, Bertha, who who wrote these down for him. No, did, no, but there did, is actually at the back, there's like discussion questions for people who might be questioning these ideas. Are, are any of them ones that we should talk about? No, I found them weird. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> what does it say? The following plan. Are these Bertha's questions? Are these old timey yeah, questions or are these for discussion something... and lectures? Yeah, I think Bertha came up with them. Um, and it's just like like a statement. And then I think the intention is for people to discuss it. But it says like um, people who should be discussing these establishments principally by scientific men in which we include the physician, but all with cooperation with the mother. So like men of science and like intelligence should be having these conversations with women. Um, but like. It's like in one of the ideas, idea number four, educational gymnastics for physical improvement. And then they just want you to discuss that. Um, mm. History of the development of mankind as the history of universal education with a special reference to the family circle and the female sex. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. if we... We, hey, hey, nerds out there! If we if we if we end up building that early learning community, uh, you can totally set up a group to discuss that uh, discuss that stuff. Um, is there is there a bio in there about Bertha? No, or not that I noticed. I think I read the whole thing. Um, yeah. No, I didn't say anything about Bertha. Because the fact that she's writing this, writing all of this in the eighteen fifties uh building on building on his work that's kind of interesting in and of itself yeah. and there's lots of reference at a certain point to Pestalozzi who I that name rings a bell but I don't but like his ideas came from Friebel from Frederick as well because I I think I, I mean there's there's all these people like does Bertha have a last name um Marin Holtz Bulow 
Okay. Um, yep. <laughs> so if, if any, any relatives of Bertha are listening to the podcast, we'd like to know more about her, but there, it's there actually are written by two Bertha. So it's funny. Bertha two... Maria Marinholtz Bulow and then Bertha Von Marinholtz Bulow. That's, that's <laughs> I don't a couple know. that I, well, I'm guessing in the 1850s, every other woman was named Bertha. Was that, I mean, let's hope. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a. I think there were a. If if you if you walked into like a 1850s Starbucks, and, hey Bertha, and it said, and yeah, yelled, hey Bertha. <laughs> I mean, three quarters of the people, women in the place, would probably turn around. If you did that today, I mean, a, a, not quite as many Berthas around. No, huh? no. Is that is that good or bad? Or is it just? I don't know. I Maybe it it's setting is. up for a comeback. Yeah, I think I think Bertha could come back. I mean, other old old timey names, Olivia, and some of those uh, old timey names right have, have yeah. come have Henry. come back. But do you see do you see Bertha making a making a comeback? I don't know. I know a young Barbara, so. <laughs> no, you said that. It sounded, it sounded, it sounded, you said it like it was almost tragic. Um, no, she's no. lovely. But yeah. Yeah. There's anything wrong with Barbara. I know a lot of good no. Barbara's. None of them go by Barbara. Most of them go by Barb. None of them go by Barbie. Um another question. What was kindergarten like for a young brat? Oh, you full day, me, half day. What was what was your kindergarten half day. experience? I was AM. Um I don't remember. Hey, hey, half day AM too. Club. <laughs> same, same. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have been in childcare since I was six weeks old. So I feel like kindergarten was just a continuation of that. Um, so I don't know that I couldn't even tell you my teacher's name. I remember first grade on for the most part. Um, but now I'm blanking on it. So don't quiz me. Um, what, what was the, do you remember what the average day was like, or was it just so much like preschool that it was I think it was a lot like preschool. I remember recess. I remember we had inside and outside shoes. Um, I remember my best friend from first grade had the same teacher, but was in the PM class. So that's why we didn't meet each other yet. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Kindergarten was a blur. You're so young. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're not, not a lot to remember. And like my parents were busy. They had three kids in two and a half years and they were getting. Wow. They really degree. were busy. Yeah, like, all right. They... All right. All right. Mom and dad. <laughs> I know. Well, my dad's gay now. So I don't know. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> three three needed... kids and three kids in two and a half years. So my brother, I'm going to have to draw a graph sibling. Um, it's 18 months between my brother and I, and then like a year and 10 days between the younger two. All right. Well, you gotta, yeah. gotta get the chores done. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah. Now I know what I was going to ask. Uh, last time when yeah. we, we talked about uh, Sam Smith and Hey, people yeah. listening to the show, um, you know, how, how a couple minutes ago, uh, 15, 20 minutes ago. Now I was talking about how, how uh, we pull things out of context with Froebel. And then we, we, we look at that as a way to say, Oh, this guy's bullshit and don't grab his good stuff. Um, I totally know that I did the same thing with Sam Smith and, <laughs> and with Miley, the the time we were together before that, I totally know I did that because that's what, that's what we people do. Um, so 
Am I a hypocrite? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but last time we we were together, we talked about, I, I we learned, listeners learned, and uh, look, we had so many calls to the hotline, that's uh, 228-363-6737 about this, about uh, that, that Brett used to be a gymnast. Mm. Were you, when did, when did that get started? Were you like uh, leaving kindergarten and going off to tumbling classes or... No, I started in fourth grade. So because my parents were going through medical school, we were moving a lot when I was younger because you have different mm -hmm. like interns and sh stuff that they needed to do. Um, but because I was always climbing everything, like I could like climb to the top of the swing set and like pull my way all the way across it. My parents were like, let's get her in gymnastics. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that started in back. fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, I had done like just like ballet and tap, but I don't remember. I think because I liked ballet, it made me a better dancer for floor for gymnastics, but I, I couldn't tell you anything about that besides like first position, second position. So you were climbing up the swing set? Yep. To the, the Like, you bar. know, to like the bar that holds all the uh -huh. chains. And sure. then I would like, yeah, shimmy went did, my way across the whole thing. Did you get in trouble for using the swing? He's wrong. I don't remember. We did get in trouble in like later elementary because we would play, um, I forget what we got, like traffic jam or something where you would load up the swing sets and then the rest of the class would have to try to run through all the <laughs> swinging swings. Because <laughs> I remember, oh my gosh, this one girl, she got hit coming from the front and as she was spinning to fall, she got hit by someone swinging back. Um, oh. she was fine you know at the like we all stopped we checked on her the teachers uh -huh. made sure she was okay they then said we couldn't play that game anymore but she it, you know she ah. was a willing participant in the game sure. I see her on Facebook now she is married and happy and you know doing she's her got thing. that she's, footprint on her face but... yeah the one yeah huge butt print from that kid who swung and got her from behind but <laughs> <laughs> um i hadn't thought about that game for years we played versions of that game that's that's a that's a totally funny game oh i'd like to start collecting i'd like to start collecting those kid made up games someplace that would be yeah that would be a fun thing to have a collection of to write some of those things down that sounds that, that yeah i'll get to that in my spare time but um hey listeners if you got any goofy games tra traffic jam you called it it's something like that. Yeah. Something, yeah. I don't even know yeah. what we called it. Uh, you got any weird kid games you remember? Made up kid games, 228-363-6737. Um, any other thoughts before we wrap this up? What was the name of the book again? Oh, it's long. Um, Women's Educational Mission Being an Explanation of Frederick Freeble's Systems of Infant Gardens. I, I, on Amazon to order it, I put in Frederick Freeble and then just found this. Um, if that I'm, helps. I'm going to have to try to try to find that. And I'm just going to hope you send me the link. Um, okay. <laughs> I know um, we never even compared to the kindergarten oh, expectations. Oh, okay. Well, do I didn't know. Okay. If there's more, go I wrote them down. Okay. So uh, what are the, so, um, they split it into math and language arts and I wrote mm -hmm. down all the math ones and then just the heading for the language arts ones. Cause I got sick of it. Um, so Frederick Freeble, let's keep in mind, most of his blocks and stuff went up to eight blocks, right? Like the eight cubes, the eight planes. Mm -hmm. um, now kindergartners are expected to count to 100 by ones and tens. That's a little different. Little, little. Um, that's, a, that's almost, uh, that's over 10 times as much counting. Right. You should be able to write and represent the values zero through 20. 
it in kindergarten. Yeah, now, I don't know now, if this is nowadays. an end of year expectation, but this is Common Core, uh -huh. which is more, pretty pre lot, prevalent. Yep. Um, yep. And the like subjects within math you need to be learning are counting, algebra, base 10, measurement and data, and geometry. And yeah, each of those has a bunch of subsects of things that you need to be learning. Um, oh, yeah. Like knowing for the numbers one through nine, what you, what other number you need to make it 10. I thought that was wild. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have to pause and I actually have to pause and think about so that. Like four, you need six. Yeah. yeah. Ah, oh, look how smart you are. <laughs> you can... I almost wrote a note so I could remember what that means, but I didn't. <laughs> um, and then for the language arts, um, the subjects that are expected to be gone over is reading literature, reading informational texts, reading foundation skills, writing, speaking and listening, and language. So much. So much. And like each of these, so I just like Googled like a kindergarten math curriculum to mm -hmm. see like what would come up. And I found this website that was like, here's the common core expectations. And for each one of these, these tiny ones, like counting to a hundred, they had a link to lesson plans and worksheets and games that sure. you could do for them. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of preschools and parents who, mm. although those are supposed to be the things that are learned in kindergarten, they want their kid to win. So they want their kid knowing all of that Do stuff now. when they start kindergarten. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a, that's a real problem if you don't know what those weird feelings in your belly button area are. Yeah. Um, we, we, we need to we, we need to, you know, be able to control our bowels and bladder before yeah. we, we start doing a lot of that stuff. There's no um, toilet training in the book either. Um, yeah, probably yeah. just, just, I mean, probably just happened. Were there yeah, any well, mention of uh, fall, goats like, or chickens in the book? Um, oh, like going out to like look at the farms and stuff, if it like was like culturally relevant to the child or if they had an interest in the animals or something um, kind of stuff. Um, as well as like part of the infant garden idea is that so you like do your gathering circle, you do two to three hours of this play with the gifts, and then you wrap up your time outside tending to the gardens. Oh, that's nice. Get a little bit of manual labor out of them while they yeah. order them around. Yeah. Like that's, that's good for kids. It's good for building those bodies and that, not only that interoceptive, the, but the proprioceptive and vestibular systems. Um, uh, we probably don't have time for the rest of that dead body story. No, so I'll probably I have to, to save that. Uh, uh, listeners, I'll, we'll get, mm, yeah, we, we'll get to that uh, in the next episode. I'll, uh, I'll bring that up. Uh, I, I record this afternoon with uh, Rebecca and Rachel and all. So I'll get to I the rest to of that story there. For those to come out to hear. Uh, maybe, maybe if I'm feeling nice, I'll tell you after we, after we wrap up this okay. episode, so you don't have to wait. <laughs> Listeners, you want to hear about the dead body I found on the beach? Listen to the next episode, or it might be the episode after that. I don't know. It might be the episode before this. I don't know what order I'll release them in, um, but I'll try to make a note about this. Uh, any final thoughts, Brett? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got to wrap this up because I got to get over to the counter to see what's going on with those eggs. Um, this, 
I got some thoughts about grog too, but that'll have to come up in another episode. This is for the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Brett, that was that was delightful. Thank you. Oh, good. Um, I, I totally want to find that. I want to want to look at that book. Um, yeah, I can try to send you the link. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.